0: Some people angry over the mask order are taking out their frustrations on innocent employees. The most recent incident was at the Golden Moon speakeasy in Golden. The video shows a man shoved that employee to the ground after the worker was just explaining the state rule about masks in public places. Our Alan Janayan on our top story tonight. And Alan, the owner thinks the punishment in these cases really ought to be more severe. Yeah, we had a discussion about that bill. Tonight, the man accused in this attack is facing a citation for harassment and trespassing. Not harsh enough, says the former Marine who owns the Golden Moon Distillery in Speakeasy. This left a worker injured and it opened a lot of discussion about enforcement. He stands up. The video and tells the Steve story. Distiller that. and bar restaurant employee, owner, Stephen Gould does the right here, play-by-play. Uh, the gentleman walks up, my employees asked him
1: to put on a mask because he can't be in here. He immediately sat down without being seated. They continued to argue and he came up and he essentially body slammed him, bouncing him off of the door frame and shearing this latch off the door frame.
0: Then the server goes down with a lot of force abrasions on my employees back, big bruise on my employees back. Other customers step in, Gould comes out, there's more arguing and he says more threats from the man. Police cited 62 year old John Roach of Golden.
1: This guy John Roach is so full of anger and so self entitled that someone doing something as as simple as saying, hey, it's the law, you need to wear a mask is in his mind justification to attack somebody.
0: At the place next door tonight, people talked about masks.
1: It's a personal responsibility to make everybody feel comfortable and, and just to be responsible at the same time for us.
0: Gould, meantime, is angered that the penalties are not tougher.
1: Every single business that deals with the public, their employees are at risk because there are members of the public that are angry, that are anti-mask, and that are willing to attack people simply for asking them to put a mask on.
0: We called Roach, but he indicated he did not want to comment about it. Golden police say the harassment accusation is the same penalty potentially as assault. But Gould says he wants to talk to Golden leaders. And he also points out that in the state of Illinois, it's now possible to charge someone with aggravated battery if they attack a worker trying to enforce a mask order. Jim and Karen, back to you. I'm Alan Janay reporting live tonight, covering Colorado First.
2: There it is, uh, Greg. You saw it right. firsthand.
3: We can do this. It's a Friday. It's a freaky Friday. It's August 29th, and we thank you for tuning in. we got a lot of ground to cover. Uh, this is a good one. You tuned into the right one today as the Modern Eater Show continues from Sawatch, Colorado. That's right. Jay Parker's back at the Mothership. He's at Studio Kitchen, Colorado. Myself and Brian Freeman. we're out on the road. We're at Frontier Trout Ranch in Sawatch with Kermit Krantz and Greg. We're going to talk to you today about some sourcing and some delicious fish, but in the meantime, and in between time, this is we talk about the A topic every day. On the Modern Eater Show, we want the A topic. Stephen Gould, he was, uh, uh, right here with us right now, but he was already scheduled to be on the show. He's going to make some delicious cocktails for us from golden moon, but there it is. I get up and I check the morning news and I see what's going on. Headline news actually was a uh, actuality that was played on KOA radio this morning. I heard his voice. This is the man. And that's the news clip that you saw from channel four and Alan Janay. Um, there was a brush up and basically things are getting pretty political right now, but when it turns to violence, that's when we have to address it. Well, welcome him back to the show. He's a friend of ours. His name is Stephen Gould from golden moon distillery. Stephen, here's the day. How are you?
1: Well, it's been quite the week. Um, welcome to golden moon speakeasy. It's our cocktail lounge here in downtown golden. Um, and yeah, we had a little bit of an issue last Saturday night. Um, you know, So the issue we had is we had an individual come into our business. You saw it on the news clip and he did not want to wear a mask. And within the, within less than 60 seconds from walking into our premise, he had assaulted one of our employees, a young bartender who literally was standing there with a water pitcher in his hand saying, I'm sorry, sir, but you can't just walk in here and wander around without a mask. You know, I don't care if you believe in the mask in 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 the effectiveness of masks. I don't care if you dislike the mask order. We as business people need to follow the law as it's written today. And those include governing the governor's executive orders, Jefferson County's health order in this case and golden city's mask ordinance. And I don't care if you believe in it or not. My employees are simply doing what they're required to do by law and to get in, you know, to, to harass them, to scream at them, and to physically assault them is, un- is unacceptable. And I want to emphasize, this isn't about Golden Moon. This isn't even about the, the food and beverage industry. Any business that interfaces with the public, any organization that interfaces with the public, because of what we're going through as a nation right now, their employees that, that, that face the consumer, that face the public, are at risk. And in this case, this individual walked into our business, and as I said, literally less than 60 seconds after setting foot on our premise, he had chosen to assault someone that he felt couldn't defend themselves. Then he got in my face and tried to get me to go with him down an alley so he could quote, pardon my French, kick my ass and teach me a lesson for my employees asking him to put a mask on. It's utterly ridiculous. It's sophomoric, it's juvenile, and no business needs to have that. And so what we need, and the reason that I think we're talking today about this, is that it, is it we need the governor of Colorado to enact some sort of, of emergency order, and then the to follow, legislature, when they come back in session, to follow it up with a law that makes it more serious if a worker is attacked while enforcing a public health order and that's any worker that's a groundskeeper that's a bartender that's a you know uh you know whatever um the state of illinois three weeks ago passed exactly such a law predominantly because people in bars and restaurants and grocery stores were being attacked by people they don't want to wear masks and i think we in colorado should do the same
3: there's a lot to take in right there, and again, Stephen Gould with us. He's from Golden Moon Speakeasy right now, and I'll tell you what. Here, here's the deal. It's it's a tough proposition when executive orders go down without any kind of policing, and especially when it's left up to to individual uh, restaurant groups, restaurateurs, and operators to have their staff follow up with what you would call the dirty work of somebody that just doesn't want to follow. What They they didn't crawl out from underneath a rock, so there's a reason. I'd like to go through the scenario of the customer, though, Stephen, if you would. And I'm not saying there's an excuse for anything, but I'd like to get the mindset. I know that when you walk into a restaurant or bar right now, you need to wear a mask to your table. And when you're at your table, you're just fine. You can take your mask off at that point in time. Uh, Can you please describe to us what this scenario was to where this gentleman felt he couldn't sit at a table and have his mask off to where he needed to have uh, either a mask to go to the restroom or even sit down altogether. I'd like to just hear what that scenario Absolutely.
1: was. Um, and so you saw the video and the video really yeah. shows it. He, so we've expanded into the alley. So our legal premise, premise now is inside a fenced-in area with tables and tents in the alley, as well as the footprint of the speakeasy itself. So this gentleman and two other people, a husband and wife, I think, um, all in their late 50s, early 60s, walked onto our premise and immediately the other two people were wearing a mask. This individual wasn't. My employee said, you know, I'll get you a table in just a second because we don't just allow walk-ins. You have to be seated. the same as for most uh, food and beverage establishments today. He says, you know, and by the way, I'm sorry, but you have to put on a mask to be in, the, in in this establishment. And and by the way, we give masks to people if they need them. We have a big box of masks by the door. No problem doing that. He says, you have to have a mask on. So the guy immediately walked over and flumped down at, at an unoccupied table and said, I don't need to put a mask on. I'm at a table now. And, you know, my staff member said, look, I'm sorry. I need to seat you when you need to wear a mask if you're not at your table. At that point, the guy Said uh, something to the effect of, I'll wear a goddamn mask when I want to wear a mask and started cussing at my employee. Now, my employee said, and this is the one mistake I think he made, is, you know, pardon my French, everybody, said, you know, why are you being such a dick about this or something to that effect? At that point, this guy got up, walked 15 feet to my employee and attacked him. And it literally happened that fast. It was less than 60 seconds from when this man and his friends. Walked onto the premise to when this man felt the need to attack my employee. And if you watch the attack, he's a big guy. He's overweight, well, well over 200 pounds. Um, Put all his weight behind it. Body slammed my employee so hard that it broke the latch on our doorway. Literally sheared the screws going into the cement behind the doorframe. My employee, of course, goes down. And then this guy goes in to give him a beatdown. And two of our customers, one grabbed the guy's shoulder, the other got between the attacker and my employee and stopped it. If, that, if my customers hadn't reacted as quickly as they did, my employee would have gotten a severe beatdown from this individual. And <laughs> there's no excuse for this.
3: So what, what I'm hearing is is that, that this was just a, an incident that was waiting to happen. We've seen incidents that Molly Spirit's, uh, where somebody, a gal came into Molly's spirit, just look, looking for a fight. They they know oh, yeah. they a mask. They they know that there's going to be a problem. Yet all, almost as as though it was choreographed. I have seen, and, and God bless our veterans and other folks that with with breathing, uh, breathing incapacities, and and hopefully they talk to uh, the the bar establishment or, or restaurant establishment quickly so they can be accommodated. But you didn't hear anything to begin with. I was at a Whole Foods where a gentleman walked in and and it was almost like a secret code code word is I have a medical condition where I can't wear a mask. If you had
1: said that, it would have been a different scenario. And I'm going to add something to that that most people don't know. I'm a combat veteran. My lungs are severely scarred. I'm a disabled veteran because of that. You know why? I wear a mask. My breathing is worse than most. This man didn't say he had a medical condition. If he had, I would, have, I would not have questioned him. But really? Yeah. You know, it's a mask. Everybody get over it. It's not a political statement. It's a mask. Yeah. If anything, it's, it's just being courteous to your fellow human beings.
3: Here's why this is important, you guys, and thanks for tuning in. It is a Friday, and it's August 29th, and we're talking to Stephen Gould right now. After the incident, and we showed you the video. If you haven't seen, we'll play it again for you coming back from the next break. Uh, Brian and I are in Sawatch, Colorado right now. We're on remote. We thought it was very important to catch up with you right now because at this point in time, we're seeing something that's unprecedented. And what we're seeing is asking everyday citizens that are doing their job to the best of their abilities, to police folks for wearing a mask or not wearing a mask because of uh, an order that came down by the governor. We need to have a little bit more cooperation with uh, police municipalities to make examples of these things right now. So that at at, at this point in time, that the recourse is more. Can you tell us what the um charges were brought up against this gentleman at the time and 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 really what the injuries were
1: absolutely so the so my employee was 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 essentially body slammed off the door frame of our entryway and it's an older door frame but it's a steel door frame with a with a latch that was bolted with the the lock locking mechanism that the door fits into bolted through the frame into the cement
3: you can he, clearly see that in the video. By the way, with correct. that latch itself.
1: Well, and so the latch, the original latch, actually uh, the bolts going into the cement, it, the angle was just right. They actually broke off and were loose in the cement. So we had to replace them. We're probably going to have to do significant more repairs on the door frame. It was, you know, I was surprised that that much damage was done. My employee's back was bruised. He had some abrasions. Uh, you know, he was bleeding a little bit. Um, Nothing serious, but it could have been a lot worse had my customers not stepped in. Now, I want to say here that the Golden Police Department responded very quickly. Uh, They were incredibly professional. Uh, Initially, they had not seen a security video. And so initially, the individual was charged with trespassing and harassment. Now, harassment in Colorado does include pushing and shoving with the intent to intimidate. When they saw the video, they amended the charges very quickly to assault because it was absolutely clear that the intent was not to intimidate, the intent was to cause bodily harm. Yeah. Now, Stephen, this is Brian.
4: Is there any way that you could also include vandalism because of the damage that he,
1: he caused to the property? Um, I don't know the answer to that. I'm not a legal scholar. I'm just repeating what the, what the chief of police and the city attorney told me. Um, and you know, like I said, it's the laws are what they are. You know, we've been asked by, by, the, by city, county and state authorities um, to essentially enforce these, these mandates, these mask mandates. Mm-hmm. And there's really no way around that. But what the, needs to legally happen is that the various jurisdictions, to the best of their ability, need to make the penalties for this more stringent as a deterrent. So the state of Illinois three weeks ago passed a law that if a worker is attacked while enforcing a public health order, that that automatically, no questions asked, uh, becomes um, uh, aggravated battery, which is a felony. So we've asked the governor of Colorado to consider following suit and putting into the executive order essentially the same language that was just passed into law in Illinois, and we hope the legislature will turn around and uh, put something on the floor and legislate that into law as well. I mean, the state of Colorado right now, the governor's office and our, our political leaders have been very aggressive about holding businesses responsible for not following uh, the, the, health, uh, the, you know, the emergency health rules. If we are following it and it's endangering our employees, then they should put something in place to provide at least some level of protection for uh, our Do
5: you have a little portion scoop so it comes out in circle.
1: I
2: got you.
3: Yeah. Sorry, Stephen. Live, live TV.
1: No worries, man. No worries. It's not my first time at the dance.
3: Okay, so here's what I'd like to do is because I think this will be a developing thing and and we're we're all following uh, these types of situations, especially in a climate to where it's become increasingly political. Not only do we have a medical epidemic, we have a mental epidemic that's taking place in this country because of the inconsistence from municipality and counties uh, and states, one from the next. The inconsistency is there. And when you see um, whatever side of the political aisle you're on, When you see the president make a political address last night with many people in attendance without masks, uh, you can't help but to be confused with messages that are being sent to people. Here's the problem. The problem is you need to know before you go. You need to respect the business. You need to know what, what, what guidance and guidelines those businesses are working under in order to keep that business working. If it's something that's going to get you strung up as a business because you're not following those guidelines, you need to be respectful as a patron. So even in a day and age right now to where so many things are murky, so many things are cloudy, you need to have that respect that respectful aura about yourself to where you're abiding by the guidelines of wherever you are. So educate yourself. If you're not educating yourself, please stay home. Uh, Stephen, uh, add the last words to that. And then we're going to break away and we're going to come right back and we're going to make a cocktail with you, what you do best. And then we're going to join Corey from Garden Grace and show him some fish that we have here as well.
1: Beautiful. So
3: um,
1: I'd like to add one other thing and that is, you know, there's been a lot of talk uh, in the media. Uh, there's been a lot of talk today in the aftermath of this on social media that some people believe that the mass borders are unconstitutional. You know what? I don't care. I'm a business owner. My employees are employees in a business. And if it's unconstitutional, take it to the Supreme Court, get a ruling. But in the meantime, we as people that deal with the public have to follow the laws as they've been set forth for us. And so just because you think it's unconstitutional doesn't give you a right to walk into my place of business and say, I'm going to break the law. And it sure as heck doesn't give you the right to walk into any business and assault an employee for asking you to follow the law as it has been set out. You know, yeah. this is just, it's we'll crazy. Wrap,
6: you know,
3: we'll wrap it up with. Uh, you as a business owner, you can decide what you know, whatever you want. If you don't wear polka dots with the blue hat on a Tuesday night, and you don't want people to go there, let the power of the purse let them figure out where they want to take their money. But in the meantime and in between time, no shirt, no service, no mask, no service. That's the bottom line. <laughs> We can leave that right there uh we're gonna break away jay back at the uh the the mothership at studio kitchen colorado in denver colorado again myself and brian freeman we're at the world-renowned headquarters of kermit cramps and frontier trout ranch we're gonna connect him up with some of the best of the best and we got fish fish is our agenda we're gonna go outside put some waders on we're going to look at some drinks next. We've got a full show for you. Stephen Gold, you stand by. Corey, hang on. We've got you covered. It's a Friday, and the Modern Eater Show continues.
7: Hey, guys. Chris Johnson here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyper-local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches, with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand-mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples and, of course, sausage jokes can be had by contacting me directly at chris at com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The modern eater loves Rome sausage, and I know you will too. (laughs)
4: First we partner with the best farmers in the world, and then we tell them, we will take it all. Process whole spices daily, blend custom spices to order, keep it fresh, safe, and flavorful, all so that you can get back to doing what you do best. So whether you're a restaurant, a food manufacturer, or an at-home cook, be sure to visit The Spice Guy at www.thespiceguyco.com.
7: Hey guys, the Modern Eater, this is Rich O'Brien with Elevation
5: Food Service Reps. I'm here with one of ourselves, a newly appointed hospitality specialist, Kalina Hillier. And we're here in our showroom, and uh, we've got our bars set up, we've got a lot of china. Come see us, come see what we've got, and Kalina can help you guys out in the world of hospitality with anything. Um, Take a little journey into the 38th Avenue kitchen just
8: to see what's going on in here. And as I come in here, I'm noticing uh, Howard, what are you doing? Nothing. me so, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing? Look at this beautiful equipment in here. Look at this
5: beautiful. Chefs, restaurateurs, anybody that has anything to do with food service, come on over. We'd love to help you with menu development. Love to show you everything about equipment. And uh, maybe we'll even have a few pops.
0: Some people angry over the mask order are taking out their frustrations on innocent employees. The most recent incident was at the Golden Moon speakeasy in Golden. The video shows a man shoved that employee to the ground after the worker was just explaining the state rule about masks in public places. Our Alan Janae on our top story tonight. Alan, the owner thinks the punishment in these cases really ought to be more severe. Now we had a discussion about that bill tonight the man accused in this attack is facing a citation for harassment and trespassing not harsh enough says the former marine who owns the golden moon distillery and speakeasy this left a worker injured and it opened a lot of discussion about enforcement he stands up the video and tells the story Steve distiller and bar restaurant owner Stephen Gould does the play-by-play uh,
1: the gentleman walks up my employees asked him to put on a mask because he can't be in here. He immediately sat down without being seated. They continued to argue and he came up and he essentially body slammed him bouncing him off of the door frame and shearing this latch off the door frame.
0: Then the server goes down with a lot of force abrasions on my employees back, big bruise on my employees back. Other customers step in, Gould comes out, there's more arguing and he says more threats from the man. Police cited 62 year old John Roach of Golden. This guy
1: John Roach is so full of anger and so self entitled that someone doing something as as simple as saying, hey, it's the law, you need to wear a mask is in his mind justification
0: To attack somebody. At the place next door tonight, people talked about masks.
4: It's a personal responsibility to make everybody feel comfortable and, and just to be responsible at the same
0: time for us. Gould, meantime, is angered that the penalties are not tougher.
1: Every single business that deals with the public, their employees are at risk because there are members of the public that are angry, that are anti mask, and that are willing to attack people simply for asking them to put a mask on.
0: Well, we called Roach, but he indicated he did not want to comment about it. Golden police say the harassment accusation is the same penalty potentially as assault. But Gould says he wants to talk to Golden leaders. And he also points out that in the state of Illinois, it's now possible to charge someone with aggravated battery if they attack a worker trying to enforce a mask order. Jim and Karen, back to you. I'm Alan Janay reporting live tonight, covering Colorado First.
2: All right, back to the show, you guys, and if you miss it, it's a packed house right now, and, and but we're all in our own houses. Greg Hollenbach and Brian Freeman are out at Frontier Trout Ranch, and they are. <laughs> Greg is in waiters, and he's going to get a fish inside of those waiters, so we can watch him uh, jiggle around. We're on the, the line with Stephen Gould from uh, uh, Golden Moon Speakeasy and Golden Moon distillery. He's going to whip up a cocktail hey, that, yeah. Hey can
3: I. I just want to do a quick reset. Uh, Brian and I came out to get some delicious food for the Summer Dinner Series. The last one, week eight, Tuesday night, sold-out dinner. Jeff Troy Gard. It's the end of the summer, man, and produce is delicious. We're at a trout farm. What's a trout ranch? I don't know. We're going to show you, but right now I want to tell you about Jeff Rort and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He was on the show yesterday. He's the man that's trusted, and they do business with him. Troy Gard does business with him. It's the build-out of your dreams if you want the tap lines. But if you need maintenance, Jeff Rourke can do it for you. You don't want to pour inefficient beer because if you're pouring inefficient beer, boys, what are you doing? You're, you're pouring, pouring your, your money down, down the drain. drain.
6: Uh, <laughs> don't pour your money
3: down the drain. Get hold of Jeff Rourke at A Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809. 720 272 Give him a call. 3809. It's Jeff Rourke in A Plus Beverage Solutions. I need a cocktail right now, Stephen. What are you making up for us while we get ready to harvest some fish?
1: So today I'm gonna to do a go ahead, golden moon principium single malt, Rob Roy. So the base spare we're gonna use is our Principium Single Malt. This is a hundred percent Malted barley, malted right here in Golden. Uh, you'll notice this product took a gold medal this last year at the San Francisco World Spirits competition. It's a great younger single malt. And Rob Roy is essentially historically a Scotch whiskey Manhattan, but we call this a Rob Roy because it's, it's a malt. So it's gonna have a much different character than a bourbon or a rye, but it's essentially the same cocktail. So let's get to it. That's good, right?
4: All right. And so I'll give a little narrative. What they've done over here is they've taken the fish out of the larger ponds here and moved them down. And as you can see, the larger fish are in these big ponds. I don't know if you can see that down there. But then they move them through these different gates right here. They have a gate right there that blocks the fish from getting out, so they brought some fish into this area by chumming. Oh, we're waiting, uh, oh, we're waiting for a cocktail, but I'm just giving them a rundown.
2: Yeah. Hey, Freeman, uh, why don't you let him tell, talk about his cocktail, and then when we get to fish, we can talk about fish.
6: Uh, we,
1: Go ahead, Stephen. We,
6: we start
1: with one ounce of a sweet vermouth.
6: We're going to add two ounces of
2: Colorado Single Malt. Two ounces of Colorado Single Malt. Your microphone's kind of going crazy on us a little bit, Stephen. Sorry
6: about that. Can you hear me now?
2: Yeah, a little bit better. I'll kind of narrate. I think I can hear you better than the viewers. So he's putting a, a bunch of uh, Colorado whiskey in that with some uh, with some bitters.
1: So that's two ounces of Colorado Single Malt.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I like to add three to four ounces of Angostura.
2: All right, adding some bitters
6: to that.
1: Classic stir. Gonna give it a nice stir. Getting nice and cold. We're gonna grab a glass.
6: Mm Mm hmm. Every
1: Golden Moon, we keep our glass freezer. You can also fill them down with ice and water at
6: home. I'm going
2: to take a proper cherry. cherry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your audio's terrible so I'm just going to narrate, man. So you're putting in some of these... uh, Are these real cherries? Those aren't the maraschino ones in formaldehyde. That looks like the good stuff.
1: So this is the good stuff. Your cherry selection is important. You want to get a proper cocktail cherry. You want to get a Luxardo, Amarone or one of the other higher-end brands of cherry, if you use a cheap cherry, you're not going to get a good cocktail. If you use a better cherry, you're going to get a better cocktail.
2: Duly noted. Don't skimp on the cherries, ladies and gentlemen, when you're out buying uh, your cocktail ingredients. Look at that. Yeah, A little mix-up. Are you going to strain that, or is it going to come out with the rocks in it?
1: I'm going to strain it.
2: Mm-hmm. Stephen Gould, you guys live from uh, Golden Moon Speakeasy. He's making a cocktail here. This is one of the cocktails you'll get to enjoy Tuesday night with uh, Chef Troy Gard, Chef Corey Sims, and Chef uh, Adam Stevens. I don't know if Adam's going to be there, but I'll just say he is for now. You know, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, he's nodding. He says he's going to be there. So that's the cocktail right there. Right, is that better? Yeah, yeah. Now that's good. Yeah, it was. Well, l- ladies
1: and gentlemen, look at that. Colorado, Golden Moon, Colorado Single Malt, Rob Roy.
2: Okay. Cheers. Take a little sip of that. Then I'm going to let you go, Stephen Gould from uh, Golden Moon Speakeasy and Golden Moon Distillery. Thank you so much for being on the Modern Eater Show. One more thing say it.
6: it.
1: So, Tuesday night, Chef Troy Guard, Summer Dinner Series. We're going to start with either this or or a perfect martini. We'll have one of each for everybody there. It'll be a great time. Come out and see us. Love it. Great. I need a
3: cocktail right now.
1: I can't help you with that. You're out there. You're out in the middle of nowhere in a we'll trap. See
3: we'll see you soon, Stephen. Thank you for putting up with the general public. We love you.
1: Thank you. God. Really appreciate it. Well, thanks, soon. Stephen.
3: Hey, Jay, why don't you take us into break? We see these chefs right here. Who what, what We have Corey with us. And who Ooh. else do we have, Adam? Corey
2: Sims and Adam Stevens.
3: What is up, my boys? We're, we're getting you some fish, man. What do you think of that?
2: Uh, you guys have to uh, Make sure. unmute your... No, they're uh,
3: fine. Take a good break. We'll be right back with these guys. That's right. Where are they at? Are you at Garden Grace? Yeah. Yes or no?
2: Yeah, they're at yeah. Garden Grace. Cool
3: stuff. See you in a second. We'll break off, come back. You'll hear from Aspen Baking Company and Jay Parker when we get back on the Modern Eater Show.
6: Hi, guys. It's Rebecca Berry with Hot Schedules Powered by 4. With all the recent COVID rules and regulations, you may feel like you have way too many cooks in the kitchen. Well, fortunately, Forth is the leading hospitality provider and partner when it comes to onboarding, HR, payroll tax and compliance needs. So that way you can keep all of those cooks in the kitchen and let us manage all of your administrative needs. That way you can focus back on your business and your growth plans. Give me a call for an analysis on how we can put that ROI back into your business and take those administrative burdens off your hands, because nobody likes handling taxes. That's at Forth.com. and hey, you know what's cool, guys? keeping your mask on, so that way we can keep
9: our doors open.
3: Hey, Modern Eater fans, I'm Don Trobo with the Annex by Art at Mills and I just wanted to give you a heads up about some of the great things we've got going on locally in the state. We're headquartered right here and we're working with farmers in the San Luis Valley to bring you amazing Colorado quinoa, It's just like the South American stuff, but grown locally. We've got transitional wheat flour that's grown by farmers in Colorado and surrounding states who are in the process of, of turning their fields into organic. So we're taking that transitional wheat and turning it into flour. And now it's available for you to cook and bake with. And last but not least, we're now cleaning grain berries in Denver. So things like spelt or wheat berries uh, or pearl barley, those are things that we're now doing right here locally and are available to you. Can't wait to share it with you.
4: Hey there barbecue all-star. This is your year. So what if you weren't drafted? The only draft you need to be worried about is actually spelled D-R-A-U-G-H-T and it's adult for the word beer. It's barbecue season, baby. Now
9: get out there and grill your ass off. Yeah, there we go. It's their summer dinner series. I'm a farmer. What's up everybody? This is Kaibab Savage. Co-founder of Savage Spectrum Winery, home of Sparklet, Palestine's newest premier sparkling wine producer, coming to you live from our vineyard. You can see this beautiful vineyard behind us. We're so happy to pair up with the modern eaters for the summer dinner series check them out online summerdinnerseries.com to get your tickets you can come hang out with us you can try our latest releases of our spark lets it's the perfect aperitif to pair with these amazing creations the chefs are going to bring you can't wait to see you guys hang out with you guys tell you about our story we get to know you better hope to see you there that was that I just had to get hyped up I just had to you know feeling good
2: Back to the show in just a second, but before we do that, I'm going to talk about Aspen Baking, aspenbaking.com. Go there and get the most delicious bread baked in Denver that you've ever had in your entire life, aspenbaking.com. Since 1994, the year I graduated, high school, they've been baking fresh Colorado bread every single day. If you're a bread lover like me, this is the place you go, aspenbaking.com, hashtag How's Your Aspen? Let's get back to Frontier Trout Ranch. Greg Hollenbach, Brian Freeman, Kermit Krantz, and the chefs from uh, Garden Grace and the Tag Restaurant Group, Chef Corey Sims and Chef Adam Stevens, for Summer Dinner Series Tuesday night. Take it away, fellas.
3: All right, so watch Colorado. Brian Freeman, he, he's, he's doing uh, Jay stuff right now. We'll get Brian in here, but I'm in the water right now with the, the fish whisperer. This is Kermit man. Okay, Brian, take a look around. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, Brian, describe right, where we are.
6: So
4: We're down in the San Luis Valley, so we are surrounded on three sides by beautiful mountain ranges. It is incredible down here. We're sitting right that's in the great. middle of a storm, it seems like. We've got the only sunshine in the valley right here, and that's on us here at Frontier Trout Ranch with Kermit right. Krantz
3: and the whole crew. My name said Greg, and me. And Brian, here we are right now. We're hunting grouper.
6: No shark. No, man, this is a trout ranch. You're that, you're perfect, come up here real close and tell us about Frontier Trout Ranch and what we're about to do. Yeah. Uh, Frontier Trout Ranch was started back in uh, what was that? Seven years ago. Yelling at him! My God, dude, Kermit, Come on, talk about some trout. We started from scratch about uh, seven years ago. All what was here was an artesian well. Our water comes from a deep artesian well about 550 feet deep. It comes out at 58 degrees year round. Uh, I can testify to that 58, 58
4: degrees <laughs> right now. Or wait, or it's lack a, of testify on that. Uh, <laughs> total
6: trinket. <drinking. laughs> We've got to try in January. Woo! <laughs>
9: but,
6: um, uh, started raising trout for the food market. We we're Colorado's only producer of trout for food. Uh, there are only about five private farms left in the whole state. and uh, That's shrinking down to probably three by the end of this year. Um, we raise a typically a pound and a third to two and a third pound trout. We raise rainbow trout. We raise uh, um, what are they, uh, cantaloupes, uh, steelhead, and jumpers uh, because they all pack at different times of the year. We also are now raising Arctic char, which is a freshwater salmon. It's very close to a brook trout, just above, and then it starts going into different types of salmon. We are starting uh, this fall in November with a coho salmon. So once again, we're Colorado's only producer of trout for the food market, and we're raising specialty trout. We use our rainbow as our baseline, and then uh, Greg raises a splake. Uh, we do have some goldens, we're trying to build up that population, and like I said, we're doing the Arctic Char as well as the coho starting this fall. So-
3: Delicious sushi grade fish, man! And the chefs have been so impressed with it, you are like the chef's dream. Because <laughs> I talked to Jesus and Silva, and we're gonna get to our chefs here, Corey and Adam, in just a second here for their initial reaction and what they want us to do. But I talked to Jesus and Silva, and she's like, You know what? I get so far along in my career dealing with sushi, I get to be a fish snob. I won't try anything else unless it's the relationships I've developed for years. He tries Kermit fish. He goes, "You know what? I need to change my mindset." Adam, Corey, eat your fish for you guys. What do you think?
5: Oh, we're super, super stoked. I love Kermit's product. We've used it at a couple of different places, so we know how good it is. Thank
3: you. Thank you. You wanna see us crowd some fish and bring some good stuff back for you? Chef, we should I wanna I wanna see you yeah. bare hand right. one. We need to make sure that it's your quality and what you want. So you tell yeah. what you want to keep and that's what, right. that's what's gonna go, okay? I mean that's how that's what's coming down here. How oh, many right. pounds do you need? Forty? Yep. Okay.
6: All right. So Kermit, Greg, take it away. When you talk, talk loud. What we're doing is these are called crowders, not much different than any other type of animal husbandry. You gotta crowd them to sort them and size them. Uh, we currently do it by hand, uh, just because some of the technology we can't quite afford. Um, we have learned though, is that keep it simple. They're animals, or are fish. They need to be sorted in size. They need to be treated properly. Um, we uh, feed them uh, a high quality protein fish food. Uh, I gotta get the hammer. I'm trying, Brian. I see it. (laughs) I'm trying, Brian. (laughs) I'm them a high protein fish food, and we get up to about three quarters of a pound. How more? Then we push them into the uh, ponds where they start eating local aquatics salamanders, uh, string shrimp, uh, crawdads, and we raise it. And this way, we don't use any hormones, we don't use any antibiotics. Have any type of disease issue, we just use salt. Um, and that's basically how we raise a really nice,
3: clean, high-quality fish. I was trying to get one with just with my bare hands, see if I can bare grills it. I was gonna grab one with my teeth, but no. There we go. There we go. That's
6: Woo! the, the, right
3: there, that's right the right money there. shot. Flip at
6: that. Go over there. <laughs> Woo! That's a little too small. Too small. So goes over here. All right.
4: Okay, we got to get Greg with the program.
6: There oh, there's the right size. Oh, yeah. yeah.
4: All right, what are we going to do?
6: We got to crowd him up. You got to be a little faster than this, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> you're going down on your dating team. <laughs> Don't say that. Now yeah. get me back to the gym again.
4: Oh, there you <laughs> go. Look at the pro.
6: Oh,
4: you just going to do it like that. Okay? Oh, yeah. Fast and I think we see one fish that's out of water.
6: <laughs> oh, that's a nice yeah. one. There you go. Come on. See, that awesome. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. See, I the there you go. Oh, that was a good one. oh come on, baby. <laughs> that was a bruiser. Too small. Too small. Yeah. Can I get? Can I have a job? Yeah. <laughs> I
4: think he's a little slow.
6: You must be stay on unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, as you can see, I'll be here all day long. But typically, Greg, uh, when he gets going, he'll do five, oh, seven hundred fifty to a thousand pounds in about an hour. Yeah, takes. Uh, yeah, that's that's, good That's yeah, a good one. That's about a pound thirty. That's a uh, pound half. You just get used to it by the dimension of the yeah, screen, yeah. the length the width, and the
5: girth. Some of these might be bringing, but you can hardly tell a good girth.
6: Yeah, that's five in a row. What's up now, Corey? <laughs> I heard you laughing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm to bring my fly <laughs> rod down there. And Greg taught me all this. Trust me, guys. My hand-eye coordination is horrible, bro. Ooh, that's a nice one.
4: There are some beautiful fish down here in Sawatch, Colorado at Frontier Trout Ranch. That is for sure. Hey, chefs, what do you think about the fact that he's doing an Arctic char out
5: of here? Won't that be cool next year? That's awesome. Usually we can't source that, but the fact that we get to have it local and uh, sustainable is awesome. Isn't that cool? One of our menus.
4: Yeah, we should tie Garden Grace into a potential exclusive on that because I know those numbers are going to be tight on the Arctic charts. Oh,
2: yeah. Hey, Freeman, try to keep your fingers out of the video,
4: yeah? (laughs) Hey, thanks, man. (laughs) It's my first time behind the camera. I (laughs) mean, you know,
2: just throwing that out there. Uh, If you're just tuning in, you're watching Greg Hollenbach and Kermit Krantz out at Frontier Trout Ranch. And Greg is, uh, air quotes, uh, catching some fish for Tuesday night's uh, summer dinner series. Uh, while uh, Chef Corey and Chef Adam watch, uh, that's what's happening. And then Chef Corey and Chef Adam are going to whip up a little dish. I think here. Ooh, that's a pretty looking fish. Brian Freeman is behind the camera. Um, oh, man, I you know, Freeman, I'll give you a twenty dollar bill crisp if you can get a trout into Greg's waiters. <laughs>
6: I'll give you, uh, yeah. I think I got them all out. Yeah. <laughs> I think
2: they're all gone now. <laughs> that was it.
6: We got more work to do. What do we have up next,
3: Jay?
2: Well, up next, we're going to watch Chef Corey and Chef Adam uh, cook a little something for us here.
3: Why don't we oh, do yeah. that? break away we'll come back we'll do some cooking what do you think
2: jay i think that's a pretty good idea okay so uh, chefs i know you're you're itching to get cooking and we're gonna do that uh in about two and a half minutes we're gonna listen to some of our sponsors we'll be back to the modern eater show real soon hey guys
8: it's brian rizzuto with encore energy the guy who saves your businesses money on natural gas i know these are crazy crazy times right now So while your business is working on increasing your sales, let me work on saving you guys money on your natural gas. I make it as easy as possible. Just provide 12 months worth of natural gas bills to me, I'll do the rest. I know you're really busy, so let me get to work for you. You can reach me at 720-245-5771. I look forward to hearing from you guys and let me try to save you some money in these crazy times, bye. Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here. And I'd like to tell you about our brand new Abbey 4-Pack, featuring the four main products of Abbey and Trappist breweries in Belgium. So there's the single, the double, the triple, and the quadruple. And let's talk about singles today. Singles or ankles are traditionally monks beers served at mealtimes. And during the day, they're low in alcohol, three to five and a half percent. And they're often second runnings from uh, stronger beers like triples or quadruples. This one is 3.8% ABV, and it's made from the second runnings from our triple. So what they're known for is lightness and drinkability, their biscuity flavor with distinct hoppiness, and they're very refreshing, great summer beers, available at either brews location, 67th and Bacos, or at Colfax in York, and at fine liquor stores throughout the metro area. Pick up your Abbey Four-Pack today and take home some Belgian-style badassery.
7: We started Meridium Spirits because we love the way that spirits and cocktails can bring people together to socialize, to bond, to have conversations. Well, right now we've got some big conversations to have. Coop Vodka and Coop Gin are available at liquor stores across the metro area, but if you can't find us or would like to have us behind your bar or at your restaurant, send us an email, info at meridiumspirits.com. We know things are a little different these days, but think of us the next time you're planning a virtual happy hour or a socially distant picnic. And keep an eye on our social media, Coop by Meridium, for all the latest and greatest.
9: Hey, Dave Thibodeau here. <laughs> hey, friends of the Modern Eater. This is Dave Thibodeau from Ska Brewing and Peach Street Distillers. I wanted to let you know that our new brew distillery is up and running again in Boulder. And we've got a uh, great selection of Ska beers nearly 30 on tap. We've also got all of our Peach Street Spirits available. A great mixology program that we brought down from the, from the Western Slope and Palisade. We're open limited hours Wednesday through Friday from 3 to 10. And then we open up earlier at 10 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday and get some brunch action rolling. We have two great patios. Socially distant seating is available. And you can always check for more information at SkaStreet.com and hope we become your new favorite neighborhood spot. And I'd like to meet you there in the not too distant future for a beer or a drink soon. So take care, be healthy and stay strong. And I'll talk to you later.
6: Hi guys, it's Cody Ann from Aspen Baking Company. We specialize in fresh, preservative-free, amazing bread. But with all the food news, go right here to the Modern Eater. Back All right, what's going show. on?
3: It's Friday from Sawatch, Colorado. Greg back and Brian Freeman, Dave Parker, back in the mothership. We've got Chef Corey and Adam from Garden Grace. They're gonna cook us up some food. I want to show you guys how quickly I catch on because I'm going to do. Uh, let's just see how many fish in a row I can do, how many swoops. And if it's one, then I'm done and it will go to cook. But I think I can do what's the over under on this? I can do five in a row, Jay. You want to bet <laughs> or no?
2: <laughs> what do you mean? Huh? Five in a row? What, what are you talking? Five in a row? Like you'll just get one out. Then he'll actually get
4: them out of the water. When his uh, net comes out, there'll be a fish
2: in it. Did they push those gates closer together? And did they put a bunch? No, button?
4: no, no, we didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm saying two. Somebody,
2: He's calling five. Somebody did something. So I'm going
4: to make the spread three. Where do you want, Jay?
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. Just do it. I want to see the chefs cook. You know? <laughs> Let's count. One.
4: Yeah, uh, right See, there. that doesn't oh, count.
2: Dude. See, that's, no, that was one. He, he lost the second oh, one. I didn't come out of the water. I didn't come out of the water. Yeah, well, where are the guidelines to, this, was, to this five in a tip, row? Just the tip,
4: Jay. Just the tip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just the trout. Two, One. Three. That's Three.
4: That was three. That was three. Don't lie. It's going to get much harder now, folks, because the fish have found out where he's pulling from. So. Uh oh. Uh oh. That was close. That was close.
2: Is, is he trying to show off out, outsmarting uh, a trout that's, uh, I'm you know, you a double, Jay. in two, in, than the trout, in, I in, think, two in two feet of water, oh. you know, with with a gate, you know, nine <laughs> inches on each side? Is he trying to show off? One. Oh, that
6: <laughs> Six. In a row,
2: Jay. In One. Row. I, I can't believe I ever doubted you. Six
6: can't believe I ever doubted you.
2: You know, your net's as wide as that gate. You know, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, you know, I don't know if anybody else noticed that.
6: All right, Jake. Oh, I don't know. That was grab, bad. you know,
2: grab one with your hands and somebody might be impressed.
6: Yeah, that was,
4: uh... Grab one with
2: your hands, tough guy. You can get down in exactly. there. Exactly.
4: Grab one with your hands. I yeah. mean okay,
6: I'll finish up with grab
2: a Come on. You know, you want to do something that's worth these chefs waiting, you know, grab on to gill one. Get a pinky inside of a gill and come up like uh Hey Kermit, push
6: him down in. <laughs>
2: come up come up saying Gooney Goohoo
6: Ready? Ready
2: You know, and if you know that reference then then sweet. To America with, uh, no, it was not coming to him. It was Eddie Murphy. It was stand up. It wasn't the movie. Closer,
6: boys.
2: <laughs> this is. They
3: have to come to me, Jay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm playing
2: the waiting game. that
4: just
3: came out of his
4: waiters.
2: <laughs> I'm playing the waiting game. <laughs>
3: <laughs> playing
4: the waiting
2: okay, game. I think we need to turn it to the chef. Yeah, let's turn it we to need the chef. Well, it's sweet.
4: Yeah. I- Oh, he just got wet. I hope he.
2: I hope he catches one while we look at the palm of your well, hand. What's gonna That's...
4: happen is he's gonna bend down to grab one. A lot of water is gonna <laughs> totally come over the top of the waiters,
6: and he is gonna be.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, chefs! Why don't you go ahead and start your thing while we while we watch Greg try to d- catch a fish with his hands? Um, uh, so Freeman, let let's go to the chefs. I still have Greg on camera, so let's let him you know let's let him uh, you know embarrass himself a little bit more. But. Uh, you know, sh- chefs, uh, talk about what you're making, and then we'll come back to the trout. And I know you're going to cook something, and then for our viewers at home, it's substitute, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, Frontier Trout Ranch's trout into what you're about to do.
7: Oh, yeah, so
5: we're super stoked to get his trout. Um, we don't have it yet, so we're kind of using another fish that we smoke in-house. But uh, we're going to do the dish that we're doing for second course uh, with Kermit's Trout. We really, really want to feature um, the flavor and the purity of the trout. So we're just gonna salt it and sugar it and uh, cure it overnight. And then we're gonna hot smoke it. So that was gonna come out looking like that. We have all of our ingredients here and we're gonna start making some, uh, chef Adam's gonna scoop some sweet corn cakes. So it's essentially like a corn cake batter, but a little lighter. Uh-huh. Mixed with a little pancake batter.
2: Oh yeah!
5: And we're little, gonna we're gonna sear these up.
2: Little silver dollar. Oh yeah. Yeah.
5: We're gonna take a little bit of the trout, and we're gonna dress it with just a little lemon oil, a little bit of salt. We're gonna stir that up. And get it ready.
2: You're watching Chef Corey and Chef Adam from Garden Grace. Uh, we're talking about the dish they're going to be preparing for uh, Chef Troy Gard's dinner Tuesday night from Pizza Republica. Summer dinner series week eight. Uh, chef Troy Guard and his team are the anchors. Go ahead, Chef.
5: So we got a little bit of butter that we made ourselves here. We took some cream, cultured it with some yogurt, um, let it sit with the yogurt in it for a couple days. And then mixed it with some local honey. We're gonna use this as the base so you can spread that uh butter on the uh corn cakes as you go.
2: Oh my gosh. Now is, is Chef Adam, is he gonna be able to turn those corn corn cakes over with one saute jump, or is he uh that would be the Greg Hollenbach uh, method, you know. We'll see.
5: <laughs> we'll see, he's got a little tiny baby spatula. I've always uh, wondered what good. those
2: spatulas were pretty for.
5: Good. If you look in on it, they rise whenever you flip them, too. They look all beautiful. Oh, my God. Like little blinis.
2: God, that looks delicious. Absolutely we're
5: delicious. Gonna take, we're going to take this butter and spread it. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to canel the butter. I don't like the way that looks. Do it, man. Oh, man. We're going to take a little bit of our trout. So, this is kind of like a little build your own sandwich kind of deal, interactive when you start. And down here, we have a little bit of smoked trout roe.
2: Oh, man. Absolutely delicious. I wish Chef I was... Chef Adam's
5: uh, corn cakes are, are beautiful and done here. So we're going to scoop these out put them on, warm and fresh.
4: chef i hope you don't mind you might have to harvest your own uh eggs out of those uh fish that you're gonna get they're gonna oh they're that's gonna, gonna be
5: that's gonna be great that's even better we love it so we put a little chive on here and then we got a little finishing mold and salt chef adam's gonna drop a little dill on there to finish really simple straightforward dish um highlighting kermit's awesome trout if you've never had it or never tried it it's, it's great i've had it on multiple multiple menus so thank you for what you do kermit
2: yeah kermit Cranson frontier trout ranch out in swatch colorado uh if you didn't know that there's colorado trout out there now you do and look at this my only recommendations chef is that, that there's more you know i need about 12 of those but i'm a glutton other than that it looks absolutely delicious Greg and Brian, can you see that from
6: Sawatch? Let's see. Well, I'm lucky. I get to see it here. We'll get everyone behind us here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Look at at that. That is awesome. That is
2: awesome. Hey, Freeman, make sure you take a few pictures of fish out there so I can use them as thumbnails, all right?
6: Okay. (laughs)
5: a uh, well, funny story about Kermit's trout. He actually sent us some, uh, sent us some trout, and we took it down to New Orleans for the National Seafood Cook-Off, And a couple of landlocked boys got second place in the whole country with Kermit's trout.
2: Oh wow! Did you hear that? Hey Freeman, you got to unmute yourself. I muted you because the wind is killing us. Here. Uh, you're tuning in to uh, the Modern Eater Show live from Frontier Trout Ranch out in Sawatch, Colorado. Greg Hollenbeck, Brian Freeman, Kermit Crantz. Below them, you're looking at, uh, well, now above them, actually, because I lost the video. Above them, you're looking at Chef Corey Sims and Chef Adam Stevens from uh, Tag Restaurant Group and specifically Garden Grace today who just showed us a delicious dish that they're preparing Tuesday night for Summer Dinner Series Week 8. Chef Troy Guard, the anchor of the Summer Dinner Series. Greg call him back talk to me
3: I mean, I mean what more could you want to show i almost feel like that we just stopped it we can't Ju- do it
2: anymore jump head first Let's into that tra- into that water jump head first
6: <laughs> can you guys see those fish jumping out
2: <laughs> can
4: you see the fish jumping out there it's amazing you guys to sit on this little lake i don't know if you can see those
3: fish just jumping right out of the water everywhere okay here's what i do want to do jay to put the cherry on stop. Jump up here. get this beautiful surrounding behind these guys too. Okay, so watch Colorado. You guys, what a show today. It's one of those things to where you just is that my phone? <laughs> it's one of those days to where you just look back. It's the end of summer. What a summer that we've had to have the chefs connect with our Colorado agriculture. It's been amazing. What better way than to end summer, than this Tuesday night, a sold out dinner with Chef Troy Gard and his amazing executive chef team. With Chef Corey, Chef Adam, they'll be with us along with Golden Moon Distillery and beer, and uh, Brewed Beers, that's right, and Carpoy Winery, All's well in the world. Gotta thank you chefs for showing up here today and playing with us. That was a great time.
5: Thanks for going down and get us our trout. Yeah,
3: thank you. Oh, you bet, no sweat. And Jay, thanks for putting together a great show for us. Steven Gould from Golden Moon Distillery and Speakeasy. Thank you for putting up with the general public, just like everybody else in the service industry. Be patient, stay together. Do the right things, know before you go, and thank you to Kermit Crance and Greg for having us down here at Frontier Trout Ranch supplying us with this beautiful fish. Don't do that money wandering. Keep it local, keep it here, and do business with each other right in our communities. We're gonna kick the rock down the road, say goodbye for today. We'll see you back here on Monday. The Modern Eater Show continues.